Ah, Om Shanti, Om Shanti, Namaste, mofos. Give me a hashtag replay if you're watching on replay. Welcome to another Trigger Proof Transmission. Tonight I was inspired. I had about two or three people messaging me asking, hey, when are you on? Are you on now? Are you on? It's really meaningful to me that you're getting something valuable out of these um, out of these transmissions. I literally come up with them as a question comes in or I just finish a, a session with a client and I think, oh my gosh, if this is going to be useful for this person, it's got to be useful for everybody else. So I'll do a training on it and you guys are like loving this shit, which is great. I'm glad that you're loving it uh, because it's really important for you in this COVID time to start to focus on these things, to become responsible for your triggers, to start to look at what was not there before, to start to look at what was, look at yourself. As Socrates says, an unexamined life is a life not worth living. Now, everybody's, everybody's, it's cool to, it's suddenly it's become cool to examine yourself. Suddenly it's become cool to take ownership for all of the stress that's going on, the background anxiety and alarm that you've been carrying with you for all these years. It's time to, it's cool to start to connect deeper with that younger self, that younger part of you that you've abandoned, that, old, that you know, where did he go? Where did she go? That part of you that was fearless, that would sing like nobody was listening, like, like who cares? And dance, not like nobody's watching, but dancing like there's a million people watching and they're judging you, but you just don't give a shit because you got that badass, youthful, younger self playing, right? Check this out. This is what I'm talking about. You got your playlist? No diggity. I got the bag. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got the bag. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got the bag. I like the way. This is my teenage years, my early, late twenties. She's got class and style, street knowledge by the side. Baby, never act wild. Very low key on the profile. Yes, it's in the no. Let me tell you how it goes. the word, spins the verb. Love is it, girl? So freak what you heard. Oh. Rolling with the fatness, you don't even know what the half is. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the point is, this is a representation of me connecting deeper with my younger self. These are nervous system regulating activities. These are things that bring you greater amount of serenity, greater amount of connection, greater amount of love greater amount of purpose. Why? Because you're choosing to go deeper into yourself where, you know, your authentic, you know, individual, the true, true, truest version of you can emerge. And on the other side of that, that's when your relationships start to become more aligned. That's when you start to have more of a, a voice. That's when you feel connected to something greater than you. It's a practice. It's a engagement. It's a showing up. It's an overriding consistently of your ego. It's 
examining your life, your values, um, the resentments that you've been packing away, the traumas that have been stored in your body, having you not feel safe, the victim stories that we've been telling again and again, repeating them as though now they've just become our identity, our reality. It's just not helping anymore. Now is the time for us to really look at that. The biggest obstacle in your path for this, guess what it'll be? The biggest obstacle. Hey, what's up, Joe? What's up, Gail? What's up, Michelle and Maureen? It's good to see you. Let me know where you're, where you're um, signing in from. The question I have for you tonight that's going to be probably the most important question that you can actually ask yourself on a regular basis because if you don't ask yourself this question and if you don't do this, no amount of help or guidance or teaching or studying that you do is ever really going to take hold. You're never really going to have the results that you really want. And this is the question is, have you created a space for a sacred pause? Have you created space for a sacred, sacred pause? Hey, Ricky, it's good to see you, my brother, a long-standing brother. Have you created a space for a sacred pause? This will be difficult for, for guys like you, Ricky, because you're a daddy, right? So you have kids and you're traveling. You have like a, a family that literally travels kind of like digital nomads, right? So for you to be able to open up space and create that sacred pause to connect with yourself through your form of meditation. I've had a really difficult time with meditation in my past, so I created... I, I studied it. I, I tore it apart, studying Joe Dispenza's work, Ram Das, all the spiritual teachers and neuroscientists, put them all together, and I've compiled a top-down, bottom-up active meditation called the Overview Meditation, which includes inner child work that helps to regulate the nervous system. The biggest obstacle I have is creating a sacred pause so that I can actually implement it. Because I can have all the knowledge here, all the knowledge here, but without actually applying the knowledge. Let me, I wrote down a, a, a quote that just came to me in my last meditation I wanted to share with you. Here it is. It takes, <clears throat> it takes discipline to ent empty the mind to hear the answer. It takes discipline to em empty the mind to hear the answer. The answer to what? Well, the answer to every question that you reach out and you put into my inbox. You know, I get so many things. Like in my inbox, for example, I feel like I'm not connected to myself. I don't know who I am. I feel like a jellyfish. I'm constantly enmeshed in other people's emotions. I get triggered so easily. I can't regulate myself. Uh, it's causing uh, anxious anxiety in my relationships. I've been going through patterns again and again in my relationships. Uh, same narcissistic codependent cycle. I'm a boss when it comes to my home. Sorry, excuse me. When it comes to work, I fucking nail it. I am like, like mic drop at work. I'm, I own that shit at work. I am a boss at work. But in my personal life, it's fucking chaos. <laughs> I know the feeling. 
this was me for four years. So these are all of the questions that you have and the answer is always within. People are like, what advice can you give me? And I'm like, this is the coolest thing. I don't, I don't give advice. I've created a methodology called the overview method, which includes inner child, deep inner child meditations that you've heard out there. And check this out, adding in with John Demartini's work and Joe Dispenza's work. So literally a top down, bottom up approach to healing that's been the missing link. But the biggest challenge is making the time to do it because it takes discipline to empty the mind to hear the answer. The answer to what? The questions you have about your relationships. Should I stay or should I go? The answer to what? The answer to where's my purpose? Hello, hello, Daniela. Thank you for writing that down, Maureen. It takes a discipline to empty the mind to hear the answer. The answer to what? Just ask the question. Why do I keep sabotaging myself? Why do I keep running into the same patterns? Why can't I get past this thing spiritually, materially with my business? You can't find out the answer. This is one of our clients, Laser, had that very question. He reached out, he says, for the last 20 years, spiritually with my Talmud studies, I've been here. I've never had the courage in over 20 years to take the tests so that I can advance in my Talmud studies. Why, why haven't you? What the fuck's the problem? <laughs> why don't you take the test? Why don't you take the test? I don't know. I can't. I just don't get it. I don't understand. Why can't I? I'm like, oh, okay. So you're like blocking your growth. You're sabotaging yourself. Okay, where else? Well, financially, my business, it just has this little thing. What's the, what's, what do I do? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I teach you a methodology which is self-directed. This is all self. You're the hero. I'm the guide. And I guide you up this mountain using your triggers, whatever comes up as the access point we go into to then quiet the mind to hear the answer. The trigger causes such a loudness of thought and just continuously, if you notice, you're having the same fucking thoughts all over again. When my clients first start, they message me on Voxer. I literally, if I go day after day, I'm literally hearing the exact same story day in, day out. In other words, they're, they're, they're stuck in what uh, Byron Katie, I overheard her saying it because I went to one of her retreats uh, with Byron Katie, and she looks over and she's like, Somebody that I knew I was there with was in a fucking massive trigger and she went to, to Byron Katie for help. And Byron Katie was listening to her. She gets one of her facilitators to help my friend and she turns to her facilitator and says, she's stuck in a thought seizure. And I was like, whoa, I've never heard that term before, but that's exactly what happens. My clients message me the same fucking thoughts Every day, I'm such a failure. Why is this happening? I'm afraid of the feelings coming up. Oh, how could I do this to her? I'm such an asshole. I'm so, it's like literally beating the crap out of yourself consistently, all of it equating to a disconnection from the child mind. 
the cognitive brain and the emotional brain not integrated. That's the cause of the issue. And this dissociation, this, what does he call it? What does Joe Dispenza call it? You're out of coherence, this incoherence. And the thoughts keep going. And the problem is we try to solve it from the thought level. We try to think our way out of these emotional trauma body-based issues. And Dr. Russell Kennedy taught me that you cannot, you cannot beat thoughts on their own turf. You cannot beat your thoughts on your own turf. You must, you must pause and go into the body and into sensation. But the problem is two things. Number one, we don't create a sacred pause in order to do that. And number two, it's terrifying going there. It's everything you've been trying to avoid in every other modality and every other therapy. You've been trying to avoid that. And so the methodology that I've noticed that has shifted my game from my, brought my anxiety down to none, my scarcity mentality, my scarcity traumas don't exist anymore. I mean, they show up here and there, they can get triggered, but I know exactly how to bring them back into my heart and teach from a place of abundance, teach from a place of gratitude, to share really like from my heart. It takes fucking work to get there. In order for me to get there, I must create a sacred pause for myself. But the problem is I'm too busy to do that. And it's too terrifying to feel. It hurts to feel. And the first part when we're working with our clients is to realize how often you are distracting yourself from feeling. Why you won't take that sacred pause. Why you can't actually sit still for an hour. It's like when I first sat down to try to do these meditations, there's no way I could sit still for an hour. Like that was torture for me. I couldn't do five minutes. I had ants in my pants. This is a sign of trauma. <laughs> this is trauma in your body. This is I must do, do, do. I must keep swimming. Otherwise, I'm going to drown because I, who I am, is not enough. And this must be addressed. You must face it. You must feel it in order to heal it. You must open up and create that sacred pause without expectation, without an agenda. And you know what you notice when you do? You've been listening to the Trigger Proof Podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world, which is nervous system regulation. Becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less. It means learning how to regulate ourselves to bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the Overview Experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work. There's a difference between listening to a podcast and actually showing up live and doing the work with a badass community who's all about breaking cycles of intergenerational trauma.
It didn't start with you, but it can end with you if you're willing to do the work. See you at the next perfect time. Those sacred pauses become magical. Today, it was like, you know, it's been raining the past couple days. I felt a little bit disconnected from myself. And uh, Diana and I, we went to Pacific Regional Park, Spirit Park. If you haven't already, you don't follow me already on Instagram, at Dr. Nima. Check out my stories. I've been putting up stuff based on our sacred pause we took. I would take little stories and go, oh my God, look at what we noticed. And the thing I love most about Diana is taking her out to nature. The way she notices, oh, look, a bird there. Oh my gosh, look there. The shit that she notices, literally, there's something she noticed that was absolutely fucking disgusting, wasn't it? So gross. But she just notices it. It was two slugs eating a piece of dog shit together and they turned brown like the now how she picks that up it's in the middle of it's not in the middle of the forest it's random she's like oh look and she goes oh look eagle's nest oh look eagle flying like she's so present in that moment and we took that sacred pause to go and just observe nature I was observing of my own thoughts constantly, feeling guilty. You should be working. You have so many things to do. You shouldn't, like I'm literally listening to myself, which is, that's what a sacred pause is for. It's for you to take, open up some time and just start going, what the hell is just rambling incessantly through my mind? Can I just observe it without judging it? Instead of freaking out over the thoughts and believing them to be true, can I work on the skill of separating myself from it? It's probably the most important skill that you can learn. You know? Probably the most important skill that you can learn. Because the question you want to ask is this question and write it down. Am I in control of my mind or is my mind in control of me? If you're like most people, and you can see it in the COVID time, you don't have any control. Well, most of us, 95% of the day, it's, we're in unconscious state. The question is, can you open up regular spouts of sacred pauses, just a moment, that all of a sudden you tunes you right into the moment? Let me give you an example. I want you to realize that right now, there is no other moment than this moment. This moment is never going to be re repeated in history. There will never be a time when the planets are aligned just so, where the sun is actually in that specific place and the clouds formation is exactly as it is. And we are in this positioning in the universe. There is never another moment that's going to repeat like this one. Take a moment and realize that. Now look around you, look outside, look at the clouds. Pay attention to your breath. Noticing all of the tension in your facial muscles, perhaps you've been clenching your jaw, just notice it. 
you're never having a moment like this one. When you tune into the moment, to the senses, to the temperature of the air on your skin, to your breath, to the cloud formation, you realize that all we have is this moment. And the question you want to ask is, how often in a day can I make this a sacred pause to just reorient myself to that reality and wake up from my dream and then go back to sleep again? I will. I'm human. But then to wake up again and realize that every single trigger you bump up against is actually your younger self asking for your reconnection. And so we're climbing a mountain together and this mountain is secure attachments with your work, feeling safe and secure in your work, loving what you do, connected to a cause, and having the exact same experience at home too. So it's not like you have great workspace and you're just crushing it, but then you have a shitty home life or you have an amazing home life, excuse me, and you're all about each other. But the problem is, is that um, you're not really dialed into a cause or a purpose. It's like you're just codependent on each other and you don't really have something meaningful that you're building together. Okay? So secure attachment with relationships, secure attachment with work. Emotionally regulating yourself, learning how to self-regulate, learning how to connect to purpose, learning how to heal your relationships and how to create intimacy and take triggers and conflict and turn them into deeper self-love and deeper intimacy. These are your skills coming through COVID and beyond that are going to take you towards a life that you can create, that you have a design and a say and agency over because you're expanding that space between stimulus and response. The wider the gap between stimulus and response, the more opportunity I have to create my life exactly as I would love. And the only way to do that is by consistently prioritizing the return back to myself, my younger parts, and creating a sacred pause where I can have a play date with my younger self. You know, and listening to music is one of the things that I've been trying to get you to do. Hopefully you've been, you know, you've been joining in. You know what I mean? It's like, hopefully you've been joining in, like, check it. I like the way you work it. Jump tight all day, every day. You're blowing my mind, maybe in time. Maybe I can get you in my ride. I like the way you work it. No dig. Anyway, so that is the work. <laughs> Have you taken sacred pauses? to connect with that playful, humorous, lovely part of you that stress distracts you from, that stress dissociates you from. This is your responsibility, friend. This is your work. Nobody can do this work for you. This is a, this is a global community of self-healers. I'm so proud to be able to guide a global community of self-healers. So let me know if, uh, am I in control of my mind or is my mind control, exactly. So 
what are you going to do? You're going to create a sacred pause. So for those of you who are really looking to deepen that sacred pause, we have a three-hour sacred pause gift play date this next week, one week from today, between you and your inner child. Imagine a three-hour play date. Whereas all of this work you've been doing to self-heal, all of the therapies you've been doing, the personal growth you've done, which has gotten you so far, you're now ready to take it to a deeper level with some advanced inner child work. Advanced because I'm going to be con kind of uh, integrating it with all of the cognitive work that I've been doing. And with this inner child, it's probably the most complete. We do breath work and badassery, badassery being the inner child work. All of my clients, this is part of their work with us. They must attend these. They must make time and open up time and create sacred pauses for their inner children. This is a non-negotiable part of the care that I have for people with, with our programs is that you take the time to do this for you. You must create, the, like Nima can't do this for you. You must create a three-hour window where you have a play date with the younger part of you that you might have abandoned a million times throughout your life. They're waiting for you. So I want to teach you how to become more effective at connecting because you're going to have the most common resistances, which is shame. There's going to be a lot of guilt. There's going to be resentment. There's going to be a defensive detachment. There's so many resistances your inner child will give you on the road to re reconnecting with it that it takes a while to become unconsciously competent at it. You're going to start off completely incompetent. And at the end of that, you're going to be like conscious of what you're incompetent about so that you can then continue your practice of creating a sacred pause to reconnect a play date with your younger self. So I'm just leaving that. I don't know if you, you see it. Oh, good. I just did a um, three-hour advanced inner child sacred pause. Beautiful. Boom. The link is right there. It's only 20 bucks. It's three hours, and I want to make it accessible to everyone so that no one has an excuse that they can't make this at least a priority three hours a month. I do these once a month. Three hours a month, sacred pause for you and the younger part of you that shows up when you get triggered. With this coronavirus, you got sent to your room. How old do you feel? I feel like fucking angry 15-year-old. Great. That's the one you're going to reconnect with next Sunday. What I'd like for you to do is write in the comment section, what age do you feel a deep wounding and a deep disconnection? What age were you? A part of you that you don't really want to talk about, that you're scared to, that you'd rather just leave behind, which is the problem. What age is that? Write it in the comment section. What age do you feel disconnected from that younger part of you? How old were you? And I'm going to invite you that you show up on Sunday and you allow yourself to be guided back to that individual. Because if you don't, there's nothing externally that's going to do it for you. There's no one here to rescue you. That inner child is really looking for you to rescue you. And this is the opportunity. Best part is you're self-regulating, but we're doing it all as a community. Last time we had about 60 people from all over the world dedicating to this practice. And it was such an honor to guide everybody through. Scroll down, you see the, um, the testimonials. Uh, just scroll down and 
listen to Ryan Douglas. He wrote a, he did a video. He, he did a little video saying, I just did breath work and badassery this morning. Scroll down in the group. You'll see a cute, cute, uh, redheaded dude from Australia sharing what he just discovered after doing that. He's a Demartini student. He's a Demartini facilitator. So he, he knows his shit and he has, he, had a transformative experience he's never had like that before. So scroll down and check it out. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask. Finally, just have you created that sacred pause for yourself? That sacred pause is your play date with your younger self. That's been aching for you to return. Your healing is incomplete without it. I know this for a fact. I've been 20 years in the healing industry, self-healing industry studied the from the masters Byron Katie Joe Dispenza John Demartini like literally the masters I've done all of their advanced courses landmark you name it I've literally a sponge of information of transformation and there was one missing piece which was the inner child younger self and many of you have just started discovering it too that's why you're here you're like holy crap give me more of this stuff because I want to learn the advanced techniques. So this is going to be advanced techniques of inner child meditation. It'll blow your mind. And uh, it's probably one of my most favorite trainings that I do because it's live and um, people literally get exactly what they uh, intend. Not in the form that you might want it, but it'll come to you, but maybe not in the package you're expecting. It's phenomenal. Yes, Maureen, you had an amazing uh, session last time, right? The time before there was resistance from your inner child. You had kept dissociating, which is normal. You're so used to abandoning that one that it's tough to meet them. It takes practice. Usually when you start inner child work, it's going to take you a good six months consistent work to start to master it. What does mastery mean? Well, an ability to just shut your eyes, drop in into your body and into the younger part of you that your trigger is being activated. Every trigger is a younger part of you. After six months, you'll get triggered and you become triggered, what I call trigger proof. You get triggered, someone says something to you, you're able to drop into your body without trying to numb or sedate, without trying to avoid or demartini it to get rid of the feelings, to integrate the feelings and alchemize them into deeper self-love and empathy for the other person. There's nothing like it. It's the most advanced stuff because I've shared this with psychotherapists and they're like, this is, this is complete, like, hor hor horrific. It's, it's wrong. <laughs> I'm like, good. I know that I'm doing it right because um, it totally goes against conventional psychotherapy. To have empathy, to use empathy to heal. Empathy towards those that once did you wrong without abandoning yourself. It's powerful. I really look forward to sharing it with you. Let me know if you have any other questions. What was the most relevant to you in this training? Simple. Have you created a sacred pause to go into your body and to just observe your thoughts without any judgment? Have you made a play date with your younger self? Have you put on your music and shaken your booty? You know? Have you put on that no diggity? Signing off and see you at the next perfect time.